welcome to the first episode of the Downriver Current podcast presented by the Trenton Trib. In today's inaugural episode, we're going to get an in-depth background of the founders and co-publishers of Downriver's favorite newspaper, the Trenton Trib. Before we get into that, though, let's have Joe Hosha, one of the co-founders we'll be talking to today. He's going to tell you a little bit more about this new project. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for the opportunity to be here today and for helping us with this launch. Um, really, what we've been looking to do for a while now is uh, just have a have a new avenue to help reach out to readers and, and a different format to to bring local issues to the community. Um, and we talked about doing a podcast for quite some time now, and this is um, something we've looked forward to doing. And what we hope to do is have a little back and forth between um, what we do in our print issues, um, the stories we cover. Um, and, and maybe get into some of those things, and, and vice versa, do some different things here that we have that we don't really have the opportunity to do in terms of talking about different topics and some type of panel discussion format, or just have a, an, another format for presenting local news and, and insights. And um, we're looking at uh, a, a wide range of possibilities. So we're looking forward to today's launch and. Um, dealing with different issues as we go forward. Hopefully at some kind of regular basis. Um, we think monthly at this point, but as, as things develop, um, perhaps even more frequently than that. So along with uh, the new podcast here, you may be interested in the new podcast name. Rather than being the Trend Trip podcast itself, we have the Down River Current podcast. So Kathy Kane is going to tell us a little bit about this new publication from the publishers of the trip. Yes, the Downriver Current is our new publication. It uh, just came out, matter of fact, uh, March 20th. And we're looking to do um, a little bit um, more of a informational uh, magazine. And I think you'll be really excited about it. It we, used to be our visitors um, and entertainment guide. And we've extended it to the entire Downriver area. So you'll find things in there to do all around Downriver, um, and we're thinking we can really tie that in with this podcast as well. So in addition to uh, this intro, to now that we have this intro out of the way, you know what we're going to be doing here, you know a little bit more about the Downriver Current, we can get you to specifically today's episode, which is going to cover the background of both Kathy and Joe, kind of their roots of how the trip was started, how it's continued to grow, and you know what some of the goals are for the future. So with all that being said, uh, thank you for listening to this first episode, and let's get started. As many of you know and have met them throughout the community over the the course of uh, the lifetime of the Trend Trib. We have Kathy Kane and Joe Hosha, the co-publishers here. And so before we really get going with the formation of the Trib, let's get to know them a little bit more. So Kathy, you know, tell our listeners here, just tell us about even before the Trib got started, you know, your roots in Trenton, your college education, your work before the Trib, just kind of run us through all of that. Well, uh, so, Sounds like a job interview. I guess so. <laughs> um, well, I guess it all started with um, my 
main company is Market Insights. So I uh, started that in 95 and uh, through that over the years along with you know marketing different companies um, downriver, uh, I've come to somehow manage the Trent Business Association as well. So, um, well, around 2009 or so, we kept thinking that, boy, there's just nothing here to attract new businesses to Trenton. How can we do that? And I'm like, why don't we just start a paper? So, <laughs> so I had a friend that was, a, you know, an editor and stuff. So I figured we could start a paper and <laughs> so, <laughs> kind, of talk, kind of talked him into it. It sounds so simple. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so did you, did you actually have any previous experience with papers? Or um, just like advertising in them, yeah. So um, I did not have any journalism. I always loved to write, but I just never really, um, no, he had any experience in the newspaper business. I just knew it would be a great form of um, showing the community in a positive light and helping perhaps attract businesses to Trenton. So that's the whole reason for it. And like I said, um, Joe and I had been friends for, for many years before this with the uh, News Herald and also with the Rotary. And when I thought one night that I was just going to start one, I'm like, do you mind uh, just taking a peek at this thing you know, before I print it? And I'm sure he probably laughed really loud because it was like four pages and... Uh, <laughs> So from what I understand, Joe, you're still taking a peek at it, right? Yeah, he's still taking a peek at it. Yeah, in a manner of speaking. When she first reached out to me, I mean, I was already probably close to, you know, 30 years in and working in the media business in various capacities, um, mostly in the newspaper business, but also in public relations and um, a few other things, uh, publication services. But um, you know, when, when she, I, I was pretty amazed with what she had, what she had done initially. I mean, I know it was a little bit of a, a, a little bit of a um, rough effort initially because she was putting together a newspaper without ever having done one before. So I did it backwards. He told me. She, yeah, well, that's, that ultimately that's that's. But you know, you have to start somewhere, right? I mean, that that was kind of the way I looked at it, and I, I just really admired her for taking the leap and 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 doing something like that, and just because she believed it was something important to do. And um, over time, you know, we just um, um, kind of streamlined things a little bit, and 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 ended up forming a, a partnership to to put out the paper um, together. And um, it was at that point, I think, it, it became. Um, kind of a kind of a serious venture, um, which started out initially kind of almost as a hobby uh, and a sidelight, uh, became something that uh, really kind of took on a life of its own. I think and it was it was pretty amazing from that point on. Right to to kind of track back to where Kathy was at with forming it initially, those first four pages. You know, what was that process like for you? Uh, just did you, you? I'm sure you wrote the entire thing, so. You know, Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> do you remember the first story that was ever written for the trip? Well, you know, not having much journalism background, um, I figured, okay, if I can get 10 ads, I can break even. So I was good with breaking even, right? So I think I got 12 ads for the first already issue. Profitable. So I already made money, right? <laughs> and um, But again, I, I was the writer of all the ads. And so I figured, because my, my first ad that ever, you know, stepped up to the plate and said, I'm going to advertise with you because I know this is going places with Dr. Jackson and Snyder and Parker. So, of course, you know, I had to do the first story on them. Sure. <laughs> so, and again, that, that goes against all of the 
the newspaper business because you're not supposed to do any kind of you know, ads. That doesn't that, happen that, now. Right, it doesn't happen now clear. anymore. Yeah, I was, I was schooled on all this. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, the amazing thing is, is that, um, that Dr. Jackson has stuck with us all along. Right, ten years now. So, yep, exactly. So I, I, I guess that I guess that says something. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, the, the, you know. The, it's a putting together a newspaper can be a pretty complicated thing, and trying it on your own, it's uh, you know maybe maybe not something I would recommend. <laughs> um, but it's um, it, it just procedurally. I mean, you 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 there's a few things you need to do it, and as you grow, you you learn it becomes a little more streamlined. And um, I think you know we had kind of a natural progression there because she went from her four pages. Um, and it quickly, I think it quickly went to eight, the second issue. Eight, and then 24 pages in two years. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because <laughs> so I tracked it. Um, 28 pages in, in 2012. Right. And then we were up to almost 60 pages in 2016. So. Yeah, <laughs> and which, yeah. Which was kind of amazing. I mean, I thought initially, I thought, well, if we someday if we got to 48 pages, it would be huge. But right. we got we passed by that point fairly quickly, and um, that's that's kind of like the the low water point nowadays. You know, that's that's a smaller paper. So, um, but that but that's good. I mean, we've found a lot of community support and interest, and you know, there's still a, a lot of viability from what we found for for a community newspaper here in this area. So. Um, that's good. If I may, too, the, one of the first things I learned from Joe um, on this newspaper gig is that we do 50% ads and 50% content, which is huge, really, if you look at the industry, because no one's doing that. <laughs> you know, they're doing like 80-20 or whatever, right, yeah. to kind of get their money out of it. We do things for, you know, obviously different reasons. So that was one thing I think we've still stayed true to yeah. today is, you know, 50% ads, 50% It's a little content. different. You know, like we're a tabloid publication. I think in, in the larger papers, you can get away with a, a higher percentage than that. But but for our purposes, if you go much higher than that in a tabloid publication, it, it just kind of loses some of its continuity. And, um, you know, it just starts to look too much like it's just all ads. And you know we really want to put our emphasis as much on as much on the content as we can. Right, and to kind of think about again to talk about a little bit of the roots of it, you know, kind of walk me through, you know, as Kathy had mentioned, it started off almost as a hobby, but you know, how did it eventually transition into, you know, you have an office in downtown Trenton now, which we're recording this in, uh, beautiful downtown Trenton, but you know, kind of walk me through that process there of how you adjust from hobby to, you know, you realize this thing really has some steam behind it. Yeah, once we, the advertisers started embracing it, I mean, that's when we know we could justify um, people, and it was funny when we first started hiring um, part-time people to help us, because we realized we couldn't do this ourselves, plus we're still running our own companies, too. Um, and it was interesting, our first office, we actually, I, I didn't even work out of, I worked out of my office at home for 20 years before I ended up in a, in a, having to go to the office because I would just, we had our uh, part-time person there to answer the phones and to meet with people. I realized it wasn't a hobby anymore uh, once we started to have to uh, hire people to help us and when I had to move out of my basement office. So um, there was one thing that um, with uh, the, the staff that we did hire, I said, you know, we have limited amount of hours 
Do you want more hours? Make more work for yourself and how can we make money as a paper? And I'm telling you, I give that challenge to our um, office assistant and, or office manager now. She used to be my assistant, now she's the manager. Um, and our uh, sales people. And all of a sudden, we're getting more ads, we're getting more uh, readership, uh, and, we're, and we're growing. So it really wasn't about just Joe and I. It was really about enlisting um, some, some great people that wanted to embrace this and help us along in the path. So... Um, I guess it's yeah. when well, <laughs> yeah, I guess you, you got to kind of realize where we came from because when we, when we started out, um, I mean, we were as much looking at this as a community service as, as we were as an opportunity to make money. We didn't know if it would make money. and um, But we, um, you know, I, I think when we started the business, we opened a business account with $100 and said, well, as long as we don't, end up going in a hole um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll keep doing it uh, and and that, that's kind of you know we just kind of grew very very slow and methodically and and um and invested a little bit at a time you know in terms of how much what we could spend on this or that i mean we did it the uh, first year was it two years we we, we were been doing it basically out of our home offices we were and then yeah then we had and, the little people call it Howie's office. Yeah, and then, we, then we went from a you know a small shared office space, and then gradually, I think we this is our this is our third, third location. You know, it's the most space we've we've had to date, and it's um, but it's it was like a, it was like a very slow process. I mean, we didn't really we didn't have like a like a huge investor or anything like that who threw a bunch of money into it, and and it's uh, you know t- typically that's not the way it is with newspapers these days. Um, we're we're a little bit of uh, you know seen as the fish swimming upstream. I think when at the time we started to start started the paper and and tried to grow the paper. But and then again, it all comes down to you know our we had an underlying motivation to to provide it, something that was a benefit to the community, um, because so many people had told us they felt this city city was lacking that because we there hadn't been a hometown newspaper here since uh, the Trenton Times in 1986. So there was many many years where they it didn't have its own true hometown newspaper. So, um, but. It just we we just took one one step at a time, basically very 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 slow and methodical, and um, tried to do it within our means um, and and not uh, not go into any kind of debt as a result. So to that effect, though, with you know kind of thinking of if it at some level as like a community involvement project, you know obviously one of the. Uh, founding guidelines of the trip is that it's good news. So, you know, what was behind the decision to choose, you know, to, to look for positive stories or to not necessarily focus on as much as the negative stories that you find in, you know, most other newspapers? Yeah, that was really the other reason that we started it because we both were kind of tired of the murders and the, <laughs> um, the, the just the negativity and some of the stories that we're, um, and we really wanted to show a positive perception of what's going down here in Trenton. So we figured why not just everything will be good news. Right. Yeah. Well, well, the flip side of, you know, all the negative news is out there is, is there just, just a lot of stories that weren't getting told, you know, very, very home, homegrown stories that we didn't think were, had a, had a platform. And, and that was really kind of the objective, um, with that. I mean, we, we just, you know, that, that that's kind of just 
evolved as our, our specialty. I know we've had people ask us, well, you should do a police bladder. And say, well, you know, that, that's, that's nice. I mean, you can find that somewhere else, and, but that's, that's not us. Um, so we just chose not to go that direction. Our emphasis is more on um, hometown features and trying to, you know, to, to cover things that people are doing that, you know, otherwise may not have gotten any attention. Yeah, to your point there, you know, when I started writing for the Triv a little over five years ago now, I really wouldn't have imagined, you know, having lived in Trent my whole life, but just some of the stories that I've been able to uncover myself uh, within Trenton, you know, the backgrounds of some of the business owners or, you know, just some of the accomplishments of the people of Trenton. And, you know, you think of Trenton as this, you know, 19, 20,000 uh, people within the town, but, you know, they're the amount of stories within that uh, are pretty incredible. Right, and and then if, if nobody else is doing them, I mean, those are just stories that are lost and, and never captured. But now, you know, by doing them, you know, we, we basically you know, com- we're compiling a, a historical record for the community by having those back issues of the paper. Right, absolutely. And, you know, to kind of look at the formation of the trip, to kind of track back through this progression that the trip has made, Obviously, guys, you know, you had your own businesses, so you had experience within business ownership itself, but, and you took it slow, so, you know, there had to have been some challenges that kept, that came along the way, whether it just be through owning a newspaper specifically, or just, you know, that come with any smaller business, so, you know, kind of walk me through some of those challenges that you faced along the way, and, you know, how you work through those. I think we have, you know, just a lot of the normal challenges that a lot of businesses have, but... But I think, you know, in terms of a, a newspaper, it's just, um, it, it's a very dynamic, um, multifaceted business. And I think the evolution of that and trying to, to learn, learn that, develop it, and, and you know, keep up with the, the pace of work is uh, probably, to me, to me anyway, that's, that's one of the biggest challenges. I mean, it's just, uh, you've got, uh, it's a very... Um, labor-intensive type business. I mean, there's there's things to do beyond the point of just gathering the news and putting it together, and because you have to, we have to you know physically put together a publication to send to a printer, and and um, and then we have to distribute it once once it's back from the printer. You know, that's nowadays that's that's a little bit against the grain of what's going out there, what's going on out there, information-wise. Where once somebody doesn't upload on a website. That's that's the end of it, but that's not that's not our main product. So, um, but beyond that, you know, we you know we've you know have ups and downs, just I think like a lot of other businesses. See, and I don't see it that way. I think, uh, <laughs> but there are challenges, sure. But I look at it as opportunities. So we always change it around. You know, it all works out. There's the there's the good news <laughs> that we were that we were looking for. There's the basis there. But, you know, with having that business background that each of you have, um, you know, you're still each running those businesses respectively. Mm-hmm. So what challenges come from that with, you know, you've got a, a business that you're working on your own, but then you have this slowly but surely growing paper um, that's taking up a little bit more of your time. So how do you interact those two things? Yeah, that's the challenge, actually, uh, for me. The last two years, actually, I, I put my, my business on hold for, um, for 
well, new clients, pretty well, much. But fortunately, though, I mean, they're complementary things. They I mean, are. They, they involve using the same skills, yes. and, 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 and there are many similarities. So that, that helps. I mean, it, it, it taps into our, the skills, the same skill sets, I think. Just, to, you know, we use them in different ways, I think. Yeah, yeah but it is hard to, to, because I know, like, I have to not, and I'm sure Joe does the same thing as juggle. What do I need to do for my business, and then what do I need to do for the trip? And fortunately, now with the trip, we have we have some great people that are trained to do a lot of that kind of stuff. So you know, we can just kind of oversee versus before where we're actually doing all the stuff. Right, absolutely. And so, kind of looking towards the future at this point of the trip. Obviously, you guys have gone so far with it um, to this point. Like you said, going from four pages to this coming month, forty-eight, and then even going higher for for larger editions. You know, looking towards the future, where does the trip go from here? I know that you know you guys have introduced the downward current now, too, of course. But you know, what's the next step for the trip? Well, we also should mention too. We we launched a, a Grow Seal edition just a little over three years ago now as well, um, and that's that's been an, in a steady growth process, as, uh, just like uh, the, the trip has followed. And then, like you mentioned, uh, downward recurrent. That's something we've been wanting to do for a while, and, and we were finally able to do this year um, with the the, the launch uh, um, this month. Actually, actually, the formal launch is next month, but. We're, that's something we're going to be doing twice a year uh, on a seasonal basis, spring, summer, and fall, winter. Uh, so we're still in the process of that um, and, and, and getting that to grow. So um, that's part of the emphasis, I think, uh, you know, going ahead, uh, as well as just trying to, you know, just keep uh, refining what we do and uh, make it better, make sure we're, we're, doing, we're doing what we should be doing or fulfilling the need that we see in the community in terms of what uh, what types of uh, information we want to help get out there, um, and I, I think that you know that that's really most of our focus right now. Um, I don't I don't really um, envision uh, veering too far off of that, other than just trying to trying to make what we're already doing better and stronger. Right, and how I guess exactly do you go about doing that? You know firming things up and keeping things how they've been um, when, you know, like we've mentioned before, you know, you see a lot of uh, traditional new newspapers moving towards online platforms. You know, obviously the trip does have its own website and its own, you know, pretty broad social media, but, you know, predominantly, I think it's safe to say that uh, the product is a newspaper. So, you know, how do you maintain that and, you know, continue to expand upon where we're at, um, you know, in this increasingly digital world. Yeah, well, you know, honestly, it hasn't, it was the same in 2009, really. I mean, it was just, we were in, in part of that, that transition now, and the transition just continues, and, and I don't, I don't think it's really, you know, that much different. I know, um, from our point of view, I mean, we're a small hometown newspaper, um, we, we don't we don't have some of the encumbrances of some of the some of the um, institutional uh, publications um, that are out there. So um, we um, it's not that it's not that we're immune to any of those things certainly, but it does put us in a little better position, I think, to to provide a print product and and do it in a way that makes sense. Um, you know, th- things will keep changing, I and mean, we we have no idea where they're going to go. You know, we we when we started in two thousand and nine, two thousand ten, 
yeah, we, we didn't know, you know, what the shelf life for the print, print publications would be. It could have gone away in five years, but it didn't. It's still here. There's still people who want us, who want that type of publication, and and um, we enjoy providing it and, and, and feel like it fulfills an, still fulfills an important niche in um, communication. And if I may, too, the, uh, we're always fine-tuning, you know, what we're offering to our readers and our advertisers. So as far as the digital aspect of it, I mean, we've got a YouTube channel. We've got a Facebook page. We've got an Instagram. We've got a Twitter. We, you know, we're, on, we're on LinkedIn. We've got a podcast now. <laughs> we're on LinkedIn. So, I mean, we're, we, we've got those digital footprints already started. Not that we're, you know, super great at, at this point, but we're, we're willing to always fine-tune. We're constantly, you know, talking about what can we do better and what can we do better for um, our, our advertisers and our readers. Right. And I, you know, I would like to say for the city of Trenton, I'm sure I can uh, speak for everyone when I say that the trip has played a vital role within the community. And like Joe had mentioned earlier, it really is serving as a historical record of sorts within real time. So with that being said, though, you know, I don't want to run this first episode too long. Kathy, Joe, thanks for coming on. Thanks for creating this whole environment that made us capable of uh, creating a podcast and creating a paper every month. So if you guys have any closing remarks before we head off for our first episode. I know, I'm just so happy that we hired you as an intern how many years ago. (laughs) And thank you for all you're doing for us. We so appreciate it. Yeah, we do. And um, just looking forward to continuing on with this. Uh, I think it's another good opportunity for us to uh, be uh, part of the community. All right. Well, like I said, Kathy, Joe, thanks for coming on this first episode and kicking us off. And thank you for listening. Make sure to visit the Trend Trib website and the social media, which Kathy had mentioned. Got the YouTube page, the Facebook, the Twitter. Check them all out. Um, when the podcast is released, that will be released on all of those social media links, as well as on your favorite iTunes, um, Stitcher, all of your favorite podcast playing apps. So check that out. Check out the upcoming Down Recurrent, which Joe mentioned, uh, is going to be officially released in April and next month's trip will project it to come out April 2nd. So thank you again for listening. And be sure to give us a five-star review and give us feedback on iTunes. Thanks.